0: Alright guys, here we go. Decision 2020. We go to battle with the red team and the blue team over some of the greatest topics that the world has ever seen. We also are going to give you all of the news of the week and we're going to take your mind off of the election right before it happens. Here we go. Northeast Podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys? Feeling good, man. Stupendous, man. How are you? I'm feeling good. Um, Hopefully, uh, you guys uh, are doing all right after your awkward encounter in a hotel room.
1: Ah, <coughs> hey, your Photoshop sucks.
0: My Photoshop is bad. It's but really that's bad. That's what makes it great. I know. Also, I was just tucking in my shirt. I don't know what the big
1: deal is. <laughs> it, it was caught mess. on your
0: dick. <laughs> Just took a while. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, we have it's a an... huge episode. It, t- t- this is uh, Decision 2020 episode of uh, Nordy's podcast. And if you're worried about having to turn it off because it's going to be over, overly political, it will not be.
1: Yeah, I don't even want to get into all that shit.
0: No, we're not here for that.
1: I like, live this and is my break it? from that. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, you, you just you're inundated with all of that stuff. I get 272 flyers in the mail every day about the radical left, and um. <laughs> You know, horrible Republicans and all of this, and they sold out. And I, this, this is a time to talk about movies, TV, shoot the shit, and not worry about any of that stuff. But Can't having wait. said
0: that, it will still be Decision 2020 episode, but more on that later. Um, before we dive into all that goodness, it is now a great time to ask you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean Podcast app, Spotify, Amazon... Audible. Nailed it. Two times in a row. Delvin Cook today, man. Two times in a row. Um, Yeah, so please do all that. Give us a follow. Spread the word. Share it with a friend this week. That would be so awesome. When the world seems like it's falling apart and there's few great things to hold on to in 2020, the Nordies podcast has been there through thick and thin each and every week with numerous episodes, sometimes as many as three. We have given you our all and it would be awesome on this stressful week if you guys, our listeners, could help spread the word and share the Nordies podcast with just one person or else put the Nordies podcast on your Instagram story. That's always appreciated. We love that. That's Thank a you. great way
1: to get people interested,
0: uh, guys. When I get the notification that you guys do that on my phone, I am so thankful and it feels great. So please help spread the word a little bit more this week. It would feel wonderful for us, and doing good deeds feels good um, for everyone. So we would really appreciate that. Thank All right. you, where? guys. Guys, here we go. What up? What up, uh, Jim? You were in what? Walker, Minnesota? Yeah. And where did He's you go? In Walker, it's
1: beautiful. So this uh, new, a brewery called Portage. Do you guys remember like? Two years ago, a brewery out of town burned down. Yes. And it was like really sad. Everyone was sad in the industry. Yes. And everybody kind of raised money and helped them out. Well, I didn't know that until after I had left. But this is the place. This is the Reborn Portage. Nice. And damn, is it beautiful. Like, what a cool little town, by the way. Awesome spot. And then I tried four amazing beers from them one that was a little weird maybe just not my preference but really really solid stuff so i brought home two um this is going to be what does it say ryan you can read the label from here comfort in the fog comfort in the fog it's a hazy baby it's a good one do you guys like it it's delicious yeah i think this is really good yeah i was super impressed they had a bunch of hazies bunch of sours you know cool like uh dessert stouts which is what we have we have like an oreo beer next so yeah man shouts to portage uh i guess they're coming and going to be distributing in the city more and more often cool so we'll be looking out for them
0: happy to have more yeah all right guys so um do we care here we go we're diving into do we care while we drink this beer i think it's lovely oh by the way i think the beer is wonderful what do you guys think
1: lovely yeah lovely
0: we all think lovely thank you portage also um portage is cool because everybody uh, and the industry wants to work with them, and they do a lot of cool collabs and stuff, too. So I think when all of the other beer people are saying it's good, it's usually something special. Right. All right, guys. Do we care? Um, we know you care about this segment. Hopefully, we've got some great news for you guys this week. We'll start with Chappelle Show, Chappelle Show, uh, which is coming to Netflix in November. It's now November, so it is here. Yeah. Go to Netflix if you want to watch the Chappelle Show. Um, to me, these sketch comedy things are... Um, so much funnier when they're like, um, contemporary. Yeah, like when yeah. it's happening in the moment, Current, and they're yeah. they're they're able to like respond to events in the world and the feeling of of the the people. Um, so I'm not really gonna watch this, but I did love the Chappelle show in its day.
2: There's a there's a couple of them I think that can withstand the test of time, mm-hmm. uh, but it may be more nostalgic for our demo. Like Eric, if you told some kids at school to watch it, they'd be like, "Who's our Kelly?" And you're yeah. like, yeah, but this shit, like, 20 years ago was funny <laughs> it's as fuck. This hit hard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I guess that's a good point. It might be nostalgic. I probably won't be jumping and turn it on, but people no. made a big splash about it, so I brought it to all y'all's attention.
0: But it's, like, it's like people wanting to watch. Like, my, my students now will be like, oh, yeah, I've watched all of Friends. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? Like, why?
1: And do you know how many hours they wasted of, like, young, vital time in their lives when they could be doing crazy, ha- fun stuff?
0: All right. Well, well, James, you're a little older than I am. Ryan, you're a little older than I am. Um, you guys were at least a better age for friends um, than I was. Uh, was it like a big event for young people yes. at the time? Yes. And was it funny? Like, did people think it's funny? Because I've never laughed.
1: People think, thought it was funny. That was back when like, Oh, the laugh tracks hitting! I better laugh too. Like the laugh track really worked back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also it doesn't an, now. Now it's awkward. I was also an idiot. Yeah.
2: So I mean, my my TV critique uh, barometer was pretty low. Yeah. So I, I was mean, never
1: it, like must watch for me.
2: It was part of must see TV Thursdays, yes. which was a big night on NBC. That was huge. And that had like Will and Grace, that Friends was a skipper for me, and uh, Frasier. No, and then it had like ER after that. So oh, I, yeah, I yeah. know these shows are all dated and not necessarily like that great. But they did like... They Lumen owned Actors and actresses did win Emmys oh, yeah. for their performances. Um, it was a very popular show. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been on Thursday night following Friends. Right. Um, so I think that at the time, Friends was funny in comparison to what else was on TV. Yeah. So it's not funny now when there's stuff that's 10,000 times funnier um but back when you were an idiot college student or high school student it was funny yeah Uh, i can't really describe it much better no that that.
0: was perfect what was bigger uh in the moment uh friends or seinfeld i think friends
2: yeah was uh better
0: received
2: but seinfeld is better people like it
1: was an unpopular opinion to say you didn't like friends people would be like what but if you were like, I don't like Seinfeld. I just don't get it. There's going to be a bigger. People who are like, yep, not for me either. Yeah. It was You'll, very the polarizing. Only one I like is Kramer. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when George is truly the funniest one. Somehow I, mean, I, I
0: turned Chappelle into a complete uh, 90s All show. Right. Combo. That's what you do. Do we care about Chappelle? Not really. Not no, really. I don't
2: care. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Good for him, but I don't really
0: care. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, we have Insidious chapter five uh chapter we didn't know we needed is coming out uh what do we know about this
1: um you know i don't think i've seen all of these movies and in fact i was surprised that there was gonna there was already four uh, but patrick wilson star of it he's been in a bunch of shit recently aquaman um he's gonna direct now i don't know what kind of experience he has i don't think it can be that hard if you've been for four of these i bet you can just direct the fifth one and it will be the same movie. you'll be fine i think it'll be fine. i don't think it's that tough so, uh, you know, there's news there. Uh, it is news, technically. How do you feel? I don't care. I don't care.
0: I haven't seen one, two, th- or, three or four. So I'm not going to. Oh, well, I've seen same. a few of them, and I'm, they're fine. All right. Uh, in bigger news, uh, I'm not going to say sadder news, but um, a good time for reflection, a good time to honor Sean Connery for passing away at the age of 90. 90 seems like a good age for us to uh, not mourn, but celebrate the great life yep. of someone like Sean Connery.
1: Sean Connery was kind of a dick though. Was he? Oh, he was like a horrible like woman beater and he had these quotes of like you got to stay in front of a woman so like a light slap is fine. That type of thing. What? No, nobody should be pun- Yeah, like When his, was qu- this? Probably like in the 60s in Playboy magazine or something. Oh. Yeah, it's not good. Never but mind, you know, never
0: mind my comments.
1: Well, I mean, you know, he
0: but did But he's from
2: Ireland, like it's completely different. Yeah. Right? He was probably drunk. Or is he Scottish? I don't remember he's, where he's he's from. He's Scottish. Yeah, Scottish.
1: Um, yeah, sorry to bring... I mean, I don't know. Did I bring it sideways down or up? I'm not no, sure, but... No,
0: no. I like knowing the truth. Yeah.
1: So, fuck him. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I guess I don't know how to feel. He was 90 anyway, so... He
0: was 90. He lived a nice long life, and he played some major roles. He was Bond. He was in... What's the movie that everyone says I should watch? The Rock. <laughs> the the Rock, Rock
1: is such a fucking good movie.
0: Okay. Can you just give me, like, a 20-second... Uh, what The Rock is about?
2: Okay, so... Ed Harris steals sarin gas from the government, threatens to blow up all of San Francisco. Nick Cage, scientist. Not necessarily action guy. Not action guy. FBI, but he's more of a science guy. Teams up with Sean Connery, an ex-con that they have been keeping in jail, unknown to the public. For 30 years because for a crime... Because he
1: had been on Azkaban. Or... <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> Wait, what's his Alcatraz. Alcatraz. <laughs> I'm still stuck in Harry World. Great name for that, by the way. Alcatraz. <laughs> he and broke so, out. And so, The Rock is Alcatraz, right? And, yeah. And so, like, they need to go there. That's where, like, Ed Harris has his base set up. Is that right?
2: Yep. And he needs Brilliant. to... He needs the mind of uh, Sean Connery's character, who's uh, Mason, mm-hmm. um, to help them
1: get in the way he came out yes and i ac- love it action, what a premise action ensues and nick cage is very concerned about the gas okay. and like the, the crystals these like glass balls filled with this stuff wonderful we
2: we just are going in
1: every direction possible i can't wait to see it again
0: i am completely Sold. intentionally taking us off the tracks at every turn yeah I into the point. 90s okay uh jordan peele uh do we care about sean connery's death I'm, sure can we say no I'm, no you I'm can't gonna say, say no yes. so let's not say anything we'll say yes we'll say nothing.
2: indifferent no.
0: all right jordan peele um is going to be doing a producing a people under the stairs i don't even know what people under the stairs is it's like a
1: classic horror movie from like the 60s maybe 70s, something like right? that yeah i haven't seen it
2: we should uh this is where we need to have a, like a a bat phone to bolster right I bet he's, he's seen definitely
1: it. seen it he's big into the horror movies uh contributor thank you bolster um yeah i don't know but i mean you know we like when jordan peele does horror movies right that's like what people want from him
2: i don't care unfortunately i want to care i one i don't care about remakes yeah uh, two uh jordan peele's horror shine has worn off a little bit mm-hmm. for me especially after lovecraft country
1: yep yep i think he needs another hit um, you know, us was a step down, I think from get out. And then it's just been step down, step down for me. So I need to see him come back. Like his twilight zone. Everyone was psyched on that. Nobody's talking about it. it wasn't very good. So it's
2: buried on CBS all access too. that does not help.
0: I have it. Really? Of course you do. I have for it. because I wanted to watch uh, champions league in Europa league.
2: Oh yeah. I do have it now too.
0: Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that those went hand in hand. That's amazing. Wow
1: um no i don't i don't care about this
0: i do not care about this i'm not really a big horror fan right i don't know maybe i like horror but like they're mostly all pretty bad okay songbird uh it's coming out we don't know much about it jim what do you know about it (laughs) so like
1: okay um michael bay and hey go hey bring it back to michael bay is producing this movie about the pandemic and he it's like there's a trailer it's out um i think it's coming to netflix maybe um And it's like it's a little controversial because it's sort of like what if the government got more and more tyrannical about enforcing rules and like the pandemic is now mutating and it's like kills you right away and it's very dangerous. And so like if anybody gets it, government agents show up and like what if you had it and you didn't want to just be executed in the street, you know, as soon as they take your temperature and you're like, so I don't know if it's trying to be political. I think some people like took it that way that. Oh, well, masks. You know, there's a group of people in, the, in this country where everything is a slippery slope. Gay people get married, slippery slope. Now I'm going to have to respect the rights of what a goat? What are you going to marry? Yeah, a horse well, now? yeah what's like, what's next? What's, next, you what's know?
0: next? Are we going to marry toddlers? Yeah, like uh, no, <laughs> no, dude. I, don't, I don't think we are. No. no.
1: we
2: outlawed that a long time ago. Yeah, like
1: that's fine. Sure. Let's not worry about well, that. What well, next? Kentucky. I
0: love a dog. Can I marry my dog? No, nope, no, nope, you're really no. We're talking most, this, it. can't. Adults marrying consent. adults here, yeah. so know, it's not that complicated.
1: Ways. So for some people, masks is a slippery slope. It represents the government overstepping their bounds and forcing them to do something that they don't want to do. So I think it's, that's sort of playing up that fear and I don't have that fear. Um, I understand why people make, you know, the government makes some decisions and you have to understand why there's a reason. So I don't know. I I think the movie might be fun and I might end up watching it at some point, but it's kind of like, I think it's trying to play up like a political fear of an overreaching government. What do you guys think? you haven't seen the trailer but
2: i mean it's michael bay so my expectations are in the basement they should be yeah 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 yeah. i don't think it's
0: really bad yeah
2: and he's trying is this seems more of like a serious movie not like a shoot 'em up Oh,
1: it's i mean it's going to be kind of both i think okay um i'll let you try to ramp ramp up the drama but it's also going to be silly we'll let you do the jc hour and a half yep and get back to us i might make it only 45 minutes but i'll still report back i promise fair enough
0: don't care. Don't care at Don't all. Care. All right. Next up, uh, Hocus Pocus two is coming to Disney Plus with the original cast of Hocus Pocus. Uh, you know, one of every, one of the the most famous Halloween movies. What is it? Book. What? Isn't that what she says? Um, About the book? I haven't seen
2: it since I it was more 15. Like,
1: book. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nothing to ring a bell. <laughs> Is that like Akio <laughs> book? <laughs> Maybe one more time. No, um, I don't know. It's something well, like that. So I mean, people are really, really into this movie. I like it. I like Hocus Pocus. It's pretty good. It's a good
0: movie. I like that it's like a kids movie, but like it's like a kids movie used to be, where it was like um, push-up bras. And yeah. No, it's like a kids <laughs> well, movie. That's part of it. Yeah, it was like a kids movie, but like also they would just add inappropriate things. Like they'd be like. It can only happen if you're a virgin! And then they're, like, making fun of their brother for being a virgin the whole time. And then they're like, oh, he's trying to hang out with her alone now. And you're like, I don't know about this. I'm not sure this is a kid's movie anymore. So we
1: had it on today. Um, and there's a part where, like, the witches all go to a bus driver. This dude, and he, you know, he opens the door. And they're like, we want your babies. And he's like, well, it might take me a couple tries, but I could, can take I advantage. I <laughs> like, all right. Um i don't really care i think one of the biggest appeals was that like sarah jessica parker peaked prime at this point she was uh, gorgeous in this yeah movie. and that is not the case anymore and i don't know if it needs that or if i'm just being sexist which is possible sounds but like i think it. that that would be the number one thing i would miss from a sequel
0: okay you are not alone
1: okay i don't care no, I don't care. I don't, Are we,
0: do we have uh, any news that we care about this week? Um not much. Let's hit one. Netflix uh is making a live action Assassin's Creed Oof. after the major success <laughs> that they had with the uh, movie with with uh with The Witcher. Okay, well that's true. I mean that's they, based on that's the why they're doing it, right? Probably a video game made into a TV show that they can make like into an action TV show. That's true.
2: The Witcher was like the most watched thing on Netflix. For, they like, did. The so money. they're trying really to do it well again with,
0: with Assassin's Creed. Now Assassin's Creed to me, is a series. Yeah, it's a... going to be um, game. Their their idea is going to be like solo Game of Thrones meets Westworld.
1: With what you think that this will look like? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what they're going to try to do. Right. It won't be that because it does
1: have like. Those futuristic, like high tech stuff, mixed with like ancient history. The super
0: high tech stuff going into the, into the past. And my guess is that in their mind, each season will be an ancient setting.
1: Okay, are you producing this? Is that on sound, fire? Doesn't right that now. sound like
0: fun, though? It actually like, kind of Every does. single season, they're in a new, different ancient setting that he goes into.
1: And they could ha- recast it as well with like a different person. Going or, back. Well,
0: I think that they could just have the same person come into it every time, but, but everybody else yeah. is different. I, yeah, think yeah, the, yeah. The only, I, I love that. If they would just
2: do that and just sort of hop into the action, I'm afraid they're going to go into like the Knights Templar and we're going to learn about the lore and the history and stuff. And I just want to see them going on missions. Like yeah. I want to see them like doing cool stuff. Um, oh, Netflix. I think we're gonna get a lot of that. The, the budget's it's gonna be a gonna lot be, of world building. The budget's gonna be huge. So like I think the CG will be good, just like in The Witcher. Um, mm-hmm. I I care more now that Eric talks about it that way. But I,
0: I still actually am, I didn't care at all, and now I
1: care. I'm well, I'm below the line just a hair.
0: Well, I just, I think that what needs to happen is that you like there can't be too much world building. So it has to be worlds that people already have knowledge of. Right. So it needs to be like ancient Egypt, ancient Rome, you know, like it needs to be places where we don't need to have tons and tons of world building because it just exists in history. That's like mostly common knowledge or like you at least already know some of it. Mm-hmm. If they drop you in a set and Revolutionary say, this is,
2: this is ancient Rome, like it's going to look like an ancient Roman city and you, you don't care.
1: Yeah. You're point. good to go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that so I think, I think it's going to be entertaining.
1: Do you think it will be a hard R rating?
0: Ooh, I hope not.
1: I hope it because <laughs> he because he uses knives. I
0: hope not because he's just going to slither over and So many throws. So I'm hoping for like a hard PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for like like uh, like Stranger Things. Okay, where it's like spooky enough and has I need enough some action. I need some gore. It's I'm gonna hoping be, for it's going to be like really gory. Yeah. Um I
2: I mean you compared it to The Witcher. I mean you remember that opening fight scene in The Witcher? Oh like, yeah, not
0: good. Um <laughs> I sort of care. I think I care. I'm I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah. Alright guys. Lastly, Oscar Isaac is going to be playing Moon Knight in a new is it a movie or a TV? Disney series? Plus show, series. A show on Disney Plus. Moon Knight is like this all white superhero i don't okay I, I don't you're know really
1: much. coming up well so he's a marvel character this is marvel um he is like people compare him to the batman of the mcu of of marvel anyways because he's kind of like this rich philanthropist type of guy that sort of has like mental issues and he's kind of has like some split personality stuff going on so he's a little unhinged he is kind of worships the night, works at night. He's, you know, he's obsessed with the moon instead of a bat. Um, And he, like, thinks he has powers, which he may or may not. Sometimes he does, and sometimes he's just actually made it up, and he doesn't have any. But I think think Oscar Isaac is a fantastic actor. He's already done a few things in the MCU. What has he done? Well, he was Apocalypse.
0: Not really in the MCU. That's true.
1: That's true. Okay. Marvel.
0: It is technically Marvel, but it wasn't part of the MCU and I mean, he was he, apocalypse he was and, and
1: something I, else he was
2: i mean poe and star and, wars and, yeah but that's not star mcu wars. but that's disney
0: i don't I, here's my thing guys you had me at oscar isaac yeah bring him you here. had me at oscar isaac and marvel right. um we would be excited about any oscar isaac show right so like if you told me oscar isaac was going to be in anything i think i would care i think right. he's really good i agree and he's friends with uh another superstar of disney plus someone we'll get to later okay pedro Pascal. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're like they're like boys. Cool, like, man. From way back, from like before they were famous. Oh, all right. Did not know that. Yeah. All right, guys. Do we care? Yeah, I care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Hot Rex time. We're going to start with FX's Fargo. Jim, you have loved Fargo more than anyone else in the world has. Yeah. For a long time. What season? Is this season four of Fargo? This is season four. Where are you at with season four of Fargo?
1: I'm going to rank it. Um, Season two is is ideal Fargo. Season two, then season one and then season 4 which we're on and then season 3. So it's it's somewhere in the middle. Um it's it's really good. It is a little bit too heavy on like mob stuff, which I think is can be boring. Just period piece mob stuff for me. You know, okay, another couple dudes talking in a dark room. All right. But it's got the quirky characters. It's got like kind of the Marge Gunderson woman who happens to be like a killer nurse in this. She's fantastic. Um Chris Rock is not a great actor, but he has a really great presence, I guess. So he it works in this. He's kind of like a like the mob boss of the black dudes. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Screen. He's a professional. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he's he's really good. Timothy Oliphant, who will well, his name is going to come up again, anyways. But he's in this as like this Mormon kind of sheriff or like yeah. He's playing another sheriff. I know. He oh, he, oh this is his. <laughs> that's all he plays he's so typecast it's unreal um but he's really good in this so i am liking it i think i'm maybe six episodes in and obviously i will finish it it does have each episode or each season seems to have some kind of like thing going on in the background and you're not sure if it's supernatural or not or what's really going on and it's kind of a level of mystery and they've done a pretty good job with that in this season too so i am into it it's definitely a wreck um, maybe not as exciting as season two or one, but it's still great, great TV. Cool, cool. Good to hear. Alright, all right.
0: All right uh, you guys both watched Queen's Gam- Gamut. In, Gambit. Uh, Gambit. Yes. Queen's Gambit. Correct. On Netflix. Yes. What is this and why should people care? Okay, so this is a fictional story yeah. about a
2: young female chess prodigy in the I want to say like 50s, 50s, 60s, 60s. Somewhere in there. Yep. Definitely not the 70s, but definitely not like the 40s. Like so somewhere in the, in the middle. Um Discover's Chess is uh, obviously ends up being, you know, very good at it, um which sounds really boring on the surface. Yeah. However, this TV show and I sent this text to Jimbo, did did three things really well. They made chess seem exciting. It's not. They made the chess matches seem like they go quickly. They do not. Right. And it made the moves that they were doing later stages of the games feel suspenseful, which they are absolutely not unless (laughs) you have like an intricate understanding of late game chess strategy. Right. Um, Overall, it's well acted. Yes. The performances by some of the main characters are phenomenal. The story moves pretty quickly. You don't really get lost in the nuance of chess because you don't need to. That's mm-hmm. not necessarily like a big component of it. Although getting some different understanding of how chess players think about the game is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. How they study is, it was interesting to me. You yeah. don't really have to know, you know, these different techniques and and stuff that they work on. It's just cool to hear chess people talk about chess.
2: And it's also like very brief.
1: Yeah. Like they, they kind
2: of discuss it and then they're like kind of on to the next thing. So you're not like bored with them like well here i'd go next nice queen to rooks bishop seven you know and it's just like okay i don't that means yeah. nothing to me um but overall i thought the movie was uplifting um but also like kind of a downer you mm-hmm. know at certain points and i i heard not the movie but the series i thought it was really good like i couldn't yeah. i couldn't click play fast enough on the next episode so
1: i think it was seven episodes a true mini series i don't think they're gonna do any more Anna Taylor-Joy is, like, up-and-coming huge. She's, like, that that blonde, young blonde woman that was in, like, Witch, that scary movie on Netflix, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, really striking looking. Just, like, very interesting. Great, great actress in this. Um, they do a really good job of, like, introducing characters early on and then bringing them back in, in like really creative ways. And they kind of tie it up so well at the end that you're like, they cannot make another episode of this. This was perfect.
2: Yeah. They don't need to. Yep. They shouldn't. It's but a
1: great show. And like, honestly talk about something that, you know, it's, it's, it reads like a biopic. People are frantically Googling this person. She does not exist. It's based off a book from the sixties. Um, she, this is not, like you said, this is not nonfiction. Um, but it reads like that, and it's about chess, which is boring, and it's a period piece, which is just boring. Two strikes against it so, for you. It has yeah, so many yeah. strikes against it for me. But I started watching, and it's so well paced, and it's kind of it's like pretty edgy. You know, she's like into drug use, and she's kind of like in this downward spiral. So it's not just it's it's not just chess. There's a lot going on. Um, I think the show is really fantastic. I don't know who wouldn't like it. Yeah, it's like really. an, it's like an eight out of ten for me. Yeah, you know? I think I like, put it right really, in there. Really solid. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, Barter, how's the Ozark watching coming?
1: I'm getting there, man. Hey. Mentally? Or actually with your eyes? I've
2: brought it up. Okay. And then realized, like, I don't have 55 more minutes. You're right thinking,
1: now. you're still thinking about no, watching. No, no. You're psyching well, here, yourself up towards thing. hitting play.
2: I still have some episodes to go in season one. I never finished season oh, one. man. And so, like, I'm, I've am i been de- hemming and hawing about whether or not I should just start over. Mm-hmm. No. And just then, go for it. Or just, just hop right in. I mean, it's been years since i've watched it like do i need to go back but this is that's a discussion for after the pod. okay you're so. right
0: okay um totally under control from hulu what is it
1: it's a it's a documentary about the pandemic from early on so we lived through this not long ago so you think do we really need this already um in some cases no like some cases you're going to remember that you're going to have seen that press conference that they're they're showing clips from um i know i was glued to the tv as we all were during this thing and Who's this Fauci guy? And and oh, maybe he's making some sense. And um, but it takes you play by play of when people knew what they knew, what they said at the time, the the reactions to what they said, and really, I mean, it, it's it's it feels a little political. Um, in that they go after Trump's administration really, really hard. Um, and in fact, the quote is totally under control. Is the Trump quote he said many many times when he? It's he a couple knew- people
2: from China. It's totally, it's under, totally control. under
1: control, you know, and after like, it was like the day before, like the first person died and then people started really dying quickly and he's like, he's at his rally and no, you know, no one's died from this though. And everyone's like, yeah, you did such a good job, you know, it's over. Um, And look at us now, like cases are spiking. So it's just, it, you know, I would say everybody should watch this. I, I think it's important. It's not always fun, but it's really, really interesting seeing the science behind it and stuff that we experienced of like. Why can't I get a test? Like, I want a test, you know, and then the president comes on and says, anybody that can get a test that wants a, a test can yeah. get one. And we're like, no, you you can't. Um, and what was happening with the tests at that time? All those things. It gets very into it. It gets all the experts that were either ousted for their for speaking out against the administration or were just experts in the field anyways. I would say totally under control is a must watch. I would try to say I should have wrecked it almost last week. So that you could watch it before the election, but um, at this point, you've probably either voted or know who you're voting for. So,
0: yeah, guys. Plus, also, well, why the, we, do we need to talk about this anymore? We we've rounded the corner,
1: right? Exactly.
0: Well, because yeah. the doctors are killing people for extra money. Yeah, right. that makes sense. We've rounded the corner, and yeah, just what A- anyway. Okay, guys. Uh, next up, Ryan. Uh, keeping it political. You watched uh, five. 137 votes.
2: I think that's what it's called. I couldn't remember the number and I couldn't find it when I was looking through the Netflix Are you app. sure
0: it's not 538?
2: But that's the the website? website. Yeah, I don't think it... It wasn't the same number. I don't think. Anyway, okay. whatever. 500 something votes. And it's about the Florida um, election with George W. Bush and Al Gore and the repercussions that have happened since then and like all of the events leading up to that recount in Florida and the people of influence... Not necessarily political players, but people outside of the political spectrum. Like if you want to call them like the shadow operators like Roger Stone, Mm -hmm. and there's other law firms that specifically work only for the Republican Party to try and throw out as many Democratic votes as possible or get them changed Mm -hmm. at the very least. And so this is all the hanging Chad stuff that everyone remembers, how it was all set up so poorly in Florida. Shocking. Mm -hmm. Um, And it... Just from a historical perspective, it's really interesting to find out what everyone was trying to do and how Al Gore like conceded when he thought Florida was lost. And then it turns out mm-hmm. he ended up being in the lead and he had to like unconcede. Yeah. And then they had to go through the whole thing and then the recount happened and it was certified and all of that stuff. So yeah. it was it's like a wild ride. Um it's like a tight 90 it's it's it moves quickly you figure out who's who you know again roger stone makes an appearance so if that doesn't make your blood boil (laughs) i don't know what will um so anyway it it was really interesting um i I would stay away from this for like a month but oh okay you you just just to get you know cleanse yourself of any political drama and garbage surrounding all of this stuff but it's it's definitely worth a watch um especially because you know it's 20 years ago now so um i would say uh Five thirty-six, five hundred thirty-six votes is a is a
1: really solid documentary. Okay,
0: my favorite thing about five hundred thirty-five votes is that <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, my favorite five thirty-four votes. It does sound interesting, and I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the best part about it, though, is to think that ever since that twenty years ago, now twenty years ago, almost to the day, um, since then Florida hasn't done any dumb shit. That's true. <laughs> that <was the laughs> that's, last that's time. True.
1: Boy, they really straightened their shit out. Didn't yeah. They? Yeah. All
0: right, it, guys. I did my pod homework. You did. And I watched Uncut Gems. Hey, Yay, all right. finally. Like you guys. The Safety
1: brothers, brilliant. And you right? loved and you it. you loved it, God, every minute of it.
0: Guys, it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I know why people like it. I know why people think it was good. Um, but it was not enjoyable. And I, for one, am a person who likes to enjoy my time in front of the television. Um, If you are a glutton for punishment, please watch this movie where only stressful things happen the entire time. Uh, Sandler's role is interesting. I don't know if it's good, but it's very interesting. Um, It's fun to see him playing a different character. Um, The girl, I don't know her name. She's great. The mistress. She's wonderful. She does a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is cool. It's filmed in a cool way. Um, it kept my attention the whole time. But, I mean, it just is such a negative story to watch. And it was just, like, frustrating to go through the whole thing. And it just was... that There were no... there. It wasn't really funny. It wasn't really positive. There weren't any wins. It was just kind of like two hours of stress.
1: that's exactly Mm -hmm. what they were going for. I think, yeah.
0: So they nailed that. But (laughs) it was was just like, I don't know. It was a lot. How was KG? Did you like the KG stuff? I mean, if I wasn't a Timberwolves fan, I would have hated it. But because Mm -hmm. I grew up loving KG, I think it was kind of fun to see him. Um, I thought it
1: was cool how they... They took, you know, when he would realistically be in New York City around these real life games, the outcomes of those games and, you know, then change the plot. So it was almost like fan fiction written around this. And I know that like when these guys wrote this movie, because the Safdie brothers wrote it and directed it, they had they didn't know if KG would be able to make it. They didn't know if he was going to be a good enough actor or if his schedule would work out. And so they wrote two versions of it, one with Paul Pierce and one with him Interesting. so that they could make the movie no matter what. And then obviously they got who they wanted with KG. Yeah,
2: the integration with the basketball games that were happening, like in the story, and what was going on with him and Sandler was just seamless and wonderful. Yeah, although stressful. Ryan, all of it incredibly stressful. Ryan
0: said it was like the Joker. It was like the Joker with worse writing and acting.
2: Um, (laughs) I didn't say that. No, but 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 that's what you you compared it to the Joker. Yeah, I'm saying it was the Joker. I said as a as a concept of, like, I saw it once, and I don't need to see that again. Mm-hmm. That that was all I really meant.
0: Yeah, so I'm not saying it was bad. I probably would give it a fresh, but it wasn't very fun. It wasn't, like, a good time.
1: Uh, speaking of good speaking, time... Yeah, don't watch Good Time, which is the first Safety Brothers with Robert Pattinson. He's brilliant in it, but it is it even is, harder to watch.
2: It is
0: four to five times more stressful Ooh. than Uncut Gems. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Um, finally... The hottest of wrecks this week, The Mandalorian finally yep. dropped on Disney Plus. Um what did you guys think of episode 1, season 2 of The Mandalorian? Loved it. Loved it. I'll go first. I think it was a
2: really cool bring you back into the world quick hit, right? Didn't really drive a ton of the overarching story forward. Mm-hmm. But you got enough of all of the 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 hits, if you will, from last season. We got Baby Yoda, got Mando doing cool Mando shit. Um, you never had for one second a doubt that he was going to escape any of the uh, the perils that he encountered. Right. Um, like they didn't feel he like wasn't
1: going to were... go out in this this episode. No, there
2: yeah. was no stakes. Nothing was going to happen to Baby Yoda. Like I mean, w- to think that something would happen to either of those two characters in the first episode is silly. Like they're they're building this for a much bigger. Uh, plotline. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the CG with the main monster was unbelievably good great. and very scary. The great mm-hmm. dragon, the yes. great dragon. Yeah, wow, was unbelievable. That? It looked incredible. I I would give this episode like a seven point five out of ten. Um, I loved it. It it lacked a little bit of substance for whatever. Like I don't know. I thought the the other sheriff was a little timothy oliphant that's oliphant
1: again playing another sheriff the, the marshal is the, mars- the marshal son, sorry but yeah with b- the boba fett armor it was just okay um so i think are we going just full spoiler on this now i mean um, i think that i tried not to go
2: spoiler. i, I, I know that
1: you did you did a good job with that i think we could avoid it i guess um i'll just say like a couple of the cool things that were pointed out who pointed it out tornado jally on yeah. instagram we we're, i think we're gonna have him on the podcast he's uh He's, like, the main host over at um, the Go 96 radio station. Oh, sweet. Uh, we always, we're always chatting on Instagram because he's, like, a huge nerd great. and just knows all the stuff. He does these great breakdown videos. How great
0: was his breakdown video?
1: So good. I was going to pull a couple things from oh, that. Please do. So, like, the the Marshall's bike, the engine of it is one of um, Anakin Skywalker's engines from his pod racing. Like, mm. fucking cool. Um Obviously, we got the big surprise at the end. I guess maybe I won't mention that. Yeah. Um, you got these, the these creatures exist in the universe because in like one of the very first scenes of the first Star Wars movie, in the far background is this giant snake-like creature with a big head, the skeleton. And we never, of course, saw one alive, but that's... That's this creature. That's one of the great dragons. Like,
0: and the pearl that comes from it creates lightsabers.
1: Apparently, at least maybe you know he mixes in extended universe stuff. But apparently, pretty cool. The pearl, you can make a lightsaber out of that. You know, incredibly valuable pearl from inside this thing. So there was more too. I would go check out his his videos, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, a lot of throwback was perfect. The music it just got me back into it. The music was even better because they yeah. he definitely like updated it. Uh, uh, something I did forget to mention,
2: and now that you guys have said that a lot of throwback to star wars episode four a new hope yeah uh a ton womp with the tatooine rats, stuff yeah womp rats tatooine the speeders the bikes like there's i know the bikes were more in uh, return of the jedi but mm-hmm. like a lot of throwbacks well just like speeding through the desert you know mm-hmm. there's uh, banthas there's the sand people like a lot of things that that they, they called from the tuscan raiders tuscan raiders they yeah. were great
0: it was cool to see I like them. to see a different side of them. I like to see them, like, um, live in their life and not, like, terrorist group.
1: Although a little silly to hear, like, Pedro Pascal be trying to use, like, their weird Dialect, language yeah. and talking to them. But, I mean, that's that's pretty normal. Like, they've had non-Chewbacca pe- or, uh Wookiee people speaking that, and it's awkward then, too. So it's all established. You can You just assume that, like, Harrison Ford understands... And then Chewie
2: understands. Yeah. And then that's it. You're you good to forward. go. Yeah.
0: Um, best relationship on all of television right now is Mando and Baby Yoda.
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm good with that. They're co- the best. I'm cool with it. Where he goes, I go. All of it was so good. Also, Baby Yoda, I thought they nailed him in this episode because he is both the best and worst part of the show um, because he can't be in every episode because it's not realistic, where he harms episodes. Mm-hmm. This episode, they literally had him on screen for 30 seconds, and they were just three-second adorable clips of him cooing and hiding. That's all they need. It him, was like, wonderful.
1: like, on the back of the speeder bike with a big smile. Like, perfect.
2: Ears flapping in the wind like a dog,
1: hanging out the window. When out. all the guys, great at time. the
0: very beginning, pointed the guns at Mando, and he, like, panically shut the thing yeah perfect <laughs> he, he's adorable and he's perfectly used in this show they know that he um can harm episodes and so they did such a wonderful job of not really having him part of the story but just having him there
1: yep i am psyched that it's back this is our this is instantly the title belt holder would you agree
0: oh with without a doubt yeah
1: best show without most, a doubt most important show on tv right now
0: It's the best looking show on TV since Game of Thrones, and it like pushes that. Mm -hmm. It looks like you're watching a high budget movie. I mean, like this is a it it looks incredible. The CG for a television show. I don't know if I've ever seen something as good as this episode.
2: I mean, the boys could make an argument this season, but Mm -hmm. I I definitely agree with you. Yeah, definitely agree with you.
0: All right, guys. Well, there's going to be plenty. The man goes back. There's going to be plenty of disagreements the rest of the episode, but before we get to Decision 2020, we need to dive into Uh (laughs) Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Rewatch. Hell yeah. Well done. All right, guys. So... You also picked like the worst part of the song. I yeah, just that didn't happens every know time. where I was. Sometimes, usually by da, 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 the end of it, I, I, I know. I I didn't know.
1: Well, you have John three Williams. more chances to improve that. <sighs> John Williams. John Williams, John Williams call it out early. Hell yeah. Incredible music throughout. Incredible music. It seriously helps it, helps it along. You know, the pacing can be weird. Scenes end at odd times. Like they'll just be talking, and then they'll just look at each other, and then it'll like fade to another scene. The fade out, scenes, man. They they... do not know how to cut movies, old movies, Um, stuff like that. But the music throughout was perfect.
0: Okay, so let's dive into this movie. It starts out with a very famous scene of Indiana going into a temple. I mean, maybe the most
2: famous Indiana Jones scene of all time.
0: Mm -hmm. He um, brilliantly. Uh, escapes and avoids all of these traps because he's so wise to temple raiding. And he's there with what I'm assuming is some kind of local guide. And there's Just know
1: everybody is going to sell old Indy out. Yeah. Everybody does.
0: So in this, um, you have the famous scene where he gets to the Golden Idol. He tries to replace it with the bag of sand. And as he thinks he has done it, it, it drops, releasing the giant... Um, boulder boulder rolling ball behind him mm-hmm. uh, which uh, i'm sorry but like how did this happen it releases the the boulder but before the boulder gets going he has to have the part where he's like throw me the thing and i'll throw you the rope the whip yeah and then the guy screws him over indy still somehow survives that guy gets killed and then he runs into who's the actor who plays the the villain
1: I don't know, but that guy's great. I haven't seen him in much else, but he's kind of a rival. He's like Christoph Waltz
0: before Christoph Waltz. It's perfect. He kind of looks like him, too. Yeah, no, that's great. Like that's Christoph the best Waltz comparison. Like Christoph took that guy's spot. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that whole thing happens. He loses the battle. And the next thing you see of him is him back in university um, looking just crazy handsome.
1: Yeah, he's dapper. You know, this part doesn't always gel with me. Him as a professor, like a boring professor. um, I don't know. And then there's like, you know, he has the scene where the people come and and they, I don't know who these government officials are that put him on this mission. But if you're not paying attention during their scene in the kind of auditorium where they're going through this, none of the rest of the movie is going to make any sense. That's so like an old movie to have like, Okay. Hope people pay attention to this part because we're not going to reiterate why he needs to go to Nepal to get this piece. We're not going to reiterate, you know what it what it's going to do later on and what the arc is for. And you know they keep naming these cities, and if you didn't pay attention in the beginning, you have no idea why they're going anywhere.
0: I, I mean, put it this way: I've watched this movie twice in the last year alone, and I just now realized that you said something about Nepal. <laughs> yeah, didn't they go to Nepal? Yeah, that's where they found Marion. I thought they were just in, in
1: Egypt the whole time. Oh, no. well, that's why they kept... The, they have to have the plane, the maps. Remember the map with the red lines to show everywhere he's going? Because mm. they also went to Morocco. Mm. <laughs> did, did they yes <laughs> yeah you're right that's I, the... <laughs> I, I missed that well, whole part the, the and s- then they finally got to egypt i mean the snow outside of the N- nepalese oh, bar yeah, right. and all that stuff that's right and then it ends on like an island some weird island off the coast of somewhere nazi-owned nazi-owned, nazi-owned island nazi-owned so, like, private there's, property there's a ton of different locations also a lot of nazi stuff a ton of nazi stuff all yeah. Nazi.
0: it's weird that to think that uh those very fine people were the villains of this movie. Mm. That's true. Well, Very fun there- <laughs> on both sides. I mean, Indy and his team, the Nazis. Yeah, um, yeah. So in this, then uh, he ends up going on this trip to find Marion in Nepal. You're saying in a bar, <laughs> and uh, that whole scene. Honestly, um, Marion as a whole, I had an issue with.
1: Why? She's- I thought she was fantastic. She was so pretty. Oh. I thought she did it like a good job being kind of like obstinate. Indy!
0: In the Nazis. The whole time. Well, and I'll
2: she, tell you something. You don't like Marion. Kate Capshaw in the next one, you're going to
1: hate even y- oh, more. The next one is a huge problem with that, with the female lead.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, to me, she. Um, I don't think her acting was bad or anything about her was bad. I think they just wrote a really uh, poor script for her. Everything that That's she That's how had females to say, were written in the 80s. Everything though. she had yeah. to say was just such like a dumb bimbo line for someone who was supposed to be so smart and brave and tough yeah it just like didn't go together the well they, they thought the writing... hey if we
1: have her talk tough to guys and out drink guys then we were supposed to respect her like that's yeah that was their thinking but
0: then like at the same time like she spent most of the movie just whining and it was just like i don't know i thought that was the the worst part of the movie and well, it I wasn't think, her I th- fault
2: i think what they were going for was tension between her and indy i think i in a weird roundabout way i'm not saying they did a good job of it but i think they were trying to go for the like w- things are tense between us because they still have feelings for each other right and yeah. that's why they were kind of bickering like brother and sister would you know uh, i don't know uh, that that's the only I, i'm reaching like step-brother, that's, yeah, that's the
0: <laughs> did the did the did the uh did the, the stuff about the being she was just a young girl stuff bother you guys
1: I didn't know what the fuck that was
0: about. I didn't like that. I mean, how old was she though? Yeah, I really wanted to know. I was like, looking was up, oh, like well,
1: fifteen. Like, hang on now. Like, how? she was like,
0: "Indy, I was just a young girl then." And you, was like, "I my did heart. what I
1: did, bitch," and I fucking left.
2: <laughs> like, holy
0: shit! Harrison. I was like, "What? Like, what was going on?" Well, here? but I would
2: assume they're both supposed to be like forty. I thought yeah, so. They, like, I like I they're talking the about when they were twenty-five. All I know yeah. is
0: that seven or six years earlier, she was playing a college student in. in right, but uh, now you're nitpicking in uh, Animal House. Was and, it six? Yeah, and then, uh, or maybe four. I mean, she was like a college student actress, and he was like the old weathered professor. Karen and Allen. She like, She's
1: also in uh, Scrooged, great movie as well. Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. She was
0: like, yeah, I was just a young, I was a kid then, blah, 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 and he was just like, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so. Let's move on. Moving on. I'm sorry, I'm derailing us. I have been all episode. Mm-hmm. So after this, uh, you you eventually they they make their way to Egypt, and I missed okay. a couple you pieces. skipped over
2: some major story arc pieces, but like that's all good. What did I skip? Well, m- uh, meeting his buddy, uh, I forget his name. Who was great? Who was awesome? And he was in
0: two of
1: the three. Yes, films. He'll be back. Okay, I forget his name. I I, I don't remember either, but I know that uh, Marion gave him a big smooch. When they went on the ship, oh, and yeah, I thought yeah. that was a cool move. Guys can't do that. No, just like thanks. Here's a Unless big kiss. you're a celebrity, then you can just then they just let you do it. <laughs> this is the least political
0: podcast uh, we've ever, <laughs> done. but we can't help ourselves. Um, all right, so uh, eventually though, they find their way to Egypt, and this is where most of the movie. Yeah. really takes place so much so that like i have watched this movie many times and like the pacing of it is a little strange because it is it is a little strange. it's, it's almost like it has i was like oh man like it's almost over and then i like looked and it was halfway done mm-hmm. and then i was like oh it's not even close it yeah he's just already kinda, like
1: confronting the nazis at the dig site within half of the movie yeah like halfway captured a
0: couple times and um so you have the scene where they um uh, they're looking in the wrong spot pretty yep. much. Mm-hmm. And he sneaks in and, like, there's a lot of him dressed up as things sneaking into places, yep. which doesn't really happen too often in movies now, at least not in this way.
1: So he's in this one, he's dressed up as somebody at the dig site, just like a worker. So that's how he gets into the map room, which was really cool. I the, remember this as a kid. Like, how cool is, like, Then they need to know the, so- the height of the stick. He puts it on there. It the staff, reveals the yeah. location. The Thank staff you. of
0: Ra was really cool stuff.
1: Yes. All that was, like, just awesome and fun and creative
2: mystery especially when you like you said when you were a kid like that was magical Mm -hmm. that was unbelievably good
0: and it was pretty much like the the reasons that people like um a much worse version of this uh called the national treasure national treasure thing i knew where you were it was a lot like national treasure in that but like the parts that you thought were fun yeah. Um, so I really liked that and I thought that was cool. But then um, as they're searching for this and they're digging up everything and they have this massive army of of locals and Nazis. Slaves. And, yeah, slaves mm-hmm. and every, you know, they're doing this whole huge thing. Indy f- figures out where it is and then is like, all right, guys, we're, we go out tonight. <laughs> 200 feet and... away from where all of this is happening. <laughs> I thought that was so We strange. will not wait. We're going to do it right now. Then <laughs> he jumps into this they find it they open it up and there's this huge room and i i thought the whole thing was really creepy with the with the snakes and stuff like it was really a cool moment but then Mm -hmm. by the time they finish getting this right it is morning and what do they do they celebrate loudly yeah they celebrate loudly yeah we did it good job indy finding the
1: ark you did it and then like well did you notice how they finally got caught the Nazis just looked to their right?
0: Looked over at them, literally <laughs> He's just... like, what's that? Oh, shit! They were like, oh my gosh, look at those people not digging where we told them to over there who are cheering. Yeah. They, they spelled out Ark in the sand. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was just, at that moment, I was like, wow. Okay. Movies used to be bad. Um, so that was a little tough. And then you get this moment where um, the one dude... Uh, uh, christoph waltz yep. uh, is trying to pretty much get marion drunk to watching her change being an absolute creep
1: but they've said they've already
0: established that she can't get drunk she can't get drunk she can outdrink any guy including him uh she pretends to kill him with a butter knife uh and then the weird nazi guy who's like the super evil guy but isn't really in the movie much i liked him he's like the more evil bad guy than the bad guy He's the dirty work. He's the wet work guy, mm-hmm. right?
2: When you need when you need a body disposed of, when you need some torture done, you call Creepy Boy. You call Creepy
1: Glasses does guy. Does he have a name? Uh, I'm sure he does. I he tosses
0: her has her tossed into the snake place crit. with Indy and with the snakes. Yeah, that. They whole
1: seal it up and call it good. Call him dead.
0: Yeah. We I have a gun in my room i, <laughs> I will go get, get it. it we can kill them nope i want them to go into this slowly dropping thing <laughs> with the sharks with the lasers on their head yeah that's what exactly what happened that's what it was um so they al- <laughs>
2: <laughs> i i didn't know where you were going until you said the sharks with the lasers. yeah, 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 yeah. i okay.
0: have a gun in my room i will get it we will do it together we <laughs> will shoot them in the head they will be dead <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you don't understand Scotty. <laughs> scott scott daddy's working (laughs) so they drop him in there and i really liked that whole escape part of it okay i thought that was fun them getting out pushing the 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 pillar over pushing the pillar over the snakes are everywhere keep
1: in mind just i want you to remember that moment when i i'm gonna
0: ask you guys a question
1: towards the end of this analysis okay
0: okay um. Yeah. So eventually they break through the wall. They walk through this like whole thing of dead bodies. I didn't really pay enough attention to know what was the were the bodies were they mummies or just people trying to find the treasure. I think it was like mass graves. Okay. Um. So they go through all of these mummy mummified. Pretty scary dead for people. kids. Yeah. It's a peachy movie, or so they claim. Um. At some point, there's a terrible fight scene with a slowly turning um plane. That's like turning oh, yeah. in I slow like that. circles, and everyone's shooting at him from like a foot away, and they can't hit him. Marion's like literally just lighting folks up. She's at this point. she killed forty five people. She's at killing
2: this guys. Well, she had a machine gun. Yeah, yeah I know. She used it. Yeah, she, she
0: used was it. shooting everyone, which was interesting. Um, yes, yeah, so you have that, and then Indy is about to get beat up, but the guy gets his head cut off, and there's blood all over the Nazis. I mean, that was an unbelievable scene. Mm-hmm. The fight was. Deep yeah, program. and so, well, see then they get to have an, their
1: big explosion which they need one per movie so they they cross it off the list he's
2: an archaeologist eric he's not an mma fighter true true i like he's that. doing he's the just best a classic tough guy you're just, right that's like what same, tough guy fights. same thing with the fight in morocco when the guy's like swinging the sword and he pulls out the revolver and just shoots Ooh, him in the chest did like that part too i like yeah. that he's too. like, yeah. like I, I what am i gonna do fight this guy with a sword
0: i'm gonna die i'm just gonna shoot him yeah <laughs> i have a gun in my room yeah
1: you know, <laughs> <laughs> just go get it right now. see he thinks the right way
0: okay so um eventually though in the Makes his way uh, to where they're carrying the ark, and he threatens to blow it up with a rocket launcher. Horrible plan. Literally and gets called
1: out and just like, gives up and gets captured. But he knew it was a bluff.
2: The other dude was—it like, was a yeah, last, That's why it was a bad fucking move. But it's a blast, ditch effort. Okay. He had no other. What? What? What else was he gonna do? I don't track know. him down one by one as an archaeologist with a whip and six bullets. I just think okay. that like, he had he had one card to play. He played it and he got called. All right. Well,
0: All right. I just think that Christoph Waltz made a huge mistake there, too, because he could have just been like, if you give us the rocket launcher and you go away, we'll give you the girl. He wanted the girl. He was in love with her. I get it. Which a, was it
1: was weird because he just, I don't the,
0: know. Eye on the prize, dude. Yeah. You're about to own the, the world, you think. And eye on the prize. He couldn't even do that long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so eventually they get tied up on this weird Nazi island and there's like a religious event that happens.
1: It was a little weird to see that archaeologist guy then dressed up like a priest, but I just went with it.
2: Yeah. And then they also called it like a Jewish ceremony or something like yeah. that.
1: Or like, uh, what did they,
2: they they definitely alluded to like Judaism being a part of the ceremony because of the, the Ark was, a, a,
1: it was a Jewish relic really not, not necessarily a Christian one, right? Um, Christ had not been born when it was made. Well, and definitely all that.
2: not like a, a Nazi relic. That's no, for
1: sure. no, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, I gotta say, for as cheesy as you want to say the rest of the movie is, I had a huge smile on my face this whole time. The faces melting. Oh, it looks smiled. Great. The the head exploding. Of course, they make the dude's head explode. That's Christoph Waltz. Boom. Loved it. Thought it was great. Loved that. Um, all the bad CG still kind of worked because it was like. It wasn't like it wasn't like the rock from, you know, the mummy where they tried to make it look good. It just sort of like was abstract and okay. Like I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um I just yeah. had a huge smile on my face. It was just like this is a fucking Hollywood movie, man. You know, over the top finale.
0: Yeah, and it was just them at a uh Hollywood elite Party out there is pretty much what it would be in today's world. But it worked for me. It was super exciting. It was a lot of fun. The face melting looked like um, an episode of Robot Chicken, but that's okay. It was, uh, I don't know, a classic moment in movie making history. Yeah. Um, eventually, Indy and the girl head back. Um, there's some bureaucratic battle over what happens with the arc. And then it ends up in a giant warehouse, mostly with what must be other religious... Like millions. I mean, uh, endless. I loved, loved,
1: loved that. I remember loving it then. I love it now. It was so effective and so mysterious Mm -hmm. and so kind of ironic and and just funny. Yeah. I love that ending for like how important it was. They're like, and ah, put it in warehouse it's B. Best just yeah. to yeah bury the thing forever. I,
0: I like that too. So, um, overall, top men. Overall, this was a blast to watch. Mm-hmm. But like before, we knew how to like write good movies.
2: Okay, uh, that's completely fair. Yeah, and as long as you go into it with the mindset of like this was made in 1980.
1: Yeah, like you need to understand that. And um, there's one reason this movie was was good above all the problems it had. And you know what that is? Why music? was the movie good? The music? Harrison Ford is a fucking he's, superstar. Yeah, he's the best. True story. He is magnetic. He's I one I, I want to watch him do he's everything. He's one of the best ever. He is and he's so cool and he's fucking handsome.
2: For everyone that loves Han Solo, he's 10 times better as Indiana Jones. I love than that he is take. As Han Solo. That's perfect. Love yep. that
0: take. But it also my other take would be um Star Wars makes Indiana Jones look bad.
2: True. It pales in comparison from like the, s- the scale, but mm-hmm. I think the character of Indiana Jones
1: is much better than Han Solo. So true. I will just mention one interesting thing. Kathleen Kennedy, who gets a lot of flack right now, she is president of Lucas right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she was listed in this movie. She was an associate um, assistant to Spielberg in That's this. Cool. And she's an executive producer of the next one. So she is making a name for herself. Even way back then, she was a big deal cool all right guys wait one, one, one thing i know that we we probably want to move quick i just want to ask you guys this and maybe this is something you can think about for the rest of these movies why does indiana jones do what he does what's his motivation i couldn't i couldn't quite figure it out his love for archaeology okay i think I, 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 i thought that myself too he he's a purist um but then why does he absolutely desecrate every site he goes in it's not about the
2: sites, it's about the museum. And I think that was a, uh, something that he got from his dad.
1: So he's a, he, he's just a really good employee.
2: He's obsessed with finding things and getting them to
1: preserve them, sites be damned. Right? Okay. The, 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 to him, tip over the big giant statue that's been untouched for 3,000 years, fuck it, um, doesn't matter. Go in and steal this, these people's relic that's like they're so important to them. You know the ball wrecks the entire cave. Whatever, everything he touched turned to shit. However, I killing think he, people. No, I think he
2: learns his lesson his life. So I think in this movie that that was the mentality. But I think in the next movie that's what that's what burns him. That's what gets him in trouble. Is that it's it can't be an at all cost thing. Okay. With the stones, and we can talk... the next
1: with, movie is with, a prequel. What? Yes. The next movie is a prequel. It happened before yeah, you get the early, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You get the early
0: arc. Indiana oh, yeah. stuff. Like when he was I a know. Kid.
1: Well, now that throws my whole his, theory his into it. Well, it does, but His
0: fear of snakes, everything.
1: Um, I loved it. I can't wait. This is. I, I'm so glad that people voted for Indy. This is going to be a really fun rewatch. I'm so excited But for think about one. that for a little bit. Is it money? Not really. Uh, I think he's just a fucking thrill seeker.
2: No, I he's don't He's an think
1: adrenaline so. junkie. I don't think so.
2: Last Crusade, They didn't do a good enough Crusade, job
0: making him seem last like Crusade he... Last Crusade definitely throws that okay. into, the, into the ocean. Well, right, right now,
1: that's what I'm going with. We'll, we'll continue to learn more about Indiana Jones.
0: Okay, guys. So, guys, we're going to start our final segment of the day. It's called Decision 2020. And we know that there is a massive election this week. And we are not a political podcast. We never talk politics. We don't even make political jokes ever. But mm. um, I will tell you, with a major election coming up on Tuesday, you are used to getting amazing content from us. And... Everyone in the world seems pretty stressed out. So I am going to make a a Nordy's podcast promise to you guys that on election day, we are going to uh, do what everybody should do and not uh, give updates and opinions and reactions to what's happening politically. Instead, our main man, Jimmy Channels, is going to bring the hilarious non-political meme game to an absolute 10 out of 10 just to bring joy to the world.
1: They're going to be so political. <laughs> I mean, the memes are going to be so fire, but they're going to be heavy political. I mean, come on, how can you not? But but hey, they'll still put a smile on your face. That's yeah. what matters.
0: Um, yeah. So that is, uh, we have this election coming up. So we are going to do our own version of uh, Decision 2020 here. And uh, we are going to play a game where uh, the red team and the blue team here are going to duke it out over uh, some major topics. I call they're- blue. They're each going to have 30 seconds and then a 30-second rebuttal. And uh, we, the people, me, are going to decide uh, democratically who is the winner of each of these topics. All right. And thus, the winner. Good luck. Good luck, Ryan. Uh, Best of luck to you. Thus, the winner of the election. I'm going to
1: interrupt you a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. no, please. So if we're going to start your mic off. Like first, oh fuck, you have controls of that. Yeah.
0: We're going to start out first. You have 30 seconds on the clock. The first question uh for candidate Ryan is going to be you can use only one streaming service. Which service do you choose? Ready, set, go. All
2: right, I'm going HBO Max and here's why. Netflix just raised their prices to 14 bucks. HBO Max is 14.95. You're not mm. losing anything there. Uh HBO has way better high-quality content than Netflix does. Netflix has a higher volume, but I would rather have the high-quality stuff. There's so much more rewatchable things on HBO than you would get with Netflix. Plus, they're creating banger after banger new show where Netflix is like hit or miss all the time.
0: All right. With time wow, to use time nicely. spare. Here we go. All right, Jim, you have uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Who are you going with for one streaming service to own them all?
1: It's got to be Netflix. They're the OGs in the game. They have by far the largest content, largest library. Um, Their original shows have been, yes, hit or miss, but because they have a lot more. They have original content almost every single week. Original movies are starting to ramp up for them, and they're killing them. So you're not going to get to see those movies without it. I can skip HBO Max. Um, For me, it's got to be Netflix. Uh, Everybody has it. Everybody talks about it. It's ubiquitous. It's Talk about essential. If you don't have Netflix, who the fuck are you? wrong
0: all right here we go <laughs> sorry i had to throw one uh, yeah, yeah. one trump is all right in.
1: so 15 15 seconds for this or another 30
0: we'll do 20 seconds
1: 20 seconds so for 20 rebuttal. second
0: rebuttal here we're going to ryan rebut jimmy channel's answer
2: when you go to hbo max you know exactly what you're going to watch how many times have you gone through netflix scrolled all the way to the bottom and then realized there's nothing fucking here for me. Let me check. Hulu. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You go through another streaming service. Like you do that more with Netflix than you do have like appointment watching TV. Like something like Stranger Things, and you bang
0: that out in two days. It's not that interesting. All right, and Jimmy Channels, your rebuttal.
1: The reason you're going to surf Netflix is because there's a chance there might be something. You go to HBO to watch the thing that you know is there, and then you don't worry about it until next week when the next episode drops. There's not a lot to dive into. We're doing Indiana Jones right now. Where are they at? They're on Netflix. They're not on HBO Max. You, There's so much more shit there than you don't even realize. That's why you surf
0: it. Wow, guys. That was I like m- it. That was all right. solid. All right, that that was, was good. That was good. Yeah, that this was, is just the first time we've done it. Yeah, this is the first time. That was great. That was an amazing battle. Um that's 50 50 right there, I think. I, I think
1: it was so tight. I think Ryan convinced me. No, I think <laughs> I'm
0: gonna go. I think I'm going with Ryan on this one. Okay. Just because he made such a good point uh about how many times do you go to Netflix and you have nowhere, you have nothing, and you end up having to go somewhere else. But both yeah. of you guys killed
2: that round. I would give that a 50 That, that to me, like if we we're doing boxing
0: scores, that was a nine to nine okay. for both of us in the first round. This is a good round. All right, next question, guys. We're going with um, what show changed TV forever? And why? Jimmy Channels, you're first.
1: Okay. um, The answer is... um, It's The Sopranos. So, it may not be the most exciting show for a new audience, but this is when HBO decided... Hey guys, pay attention to TV. TV doesn't have to be all reruns and friends. This it can be something premiere. It can be a long form storytelling. People don't need to to come and watch one episode and then not tune in for the next three months. Oh, I caught another one with its own self contained story. This was the beginning of true high end premiere long form storytelling on TV, and we have not gone back.
0: All right. And Ryan, your answer to what TV show changed or what show changed TV forever and why? It's Game of Thrones, and I don't think it's close. I would agree with what
2: he's saying in that it was the initial long form storytelling, but it was certainly not perfected. Game of Thrones took a novel uh, or a novel series and turned it into like an epic water cooler fantasy that everyone was into. You couldn't run into somebody that didn't ask you like, "Who? What? Did did you see Game of Thrones?" I think uh, The Sopranos was like few and far between with that. Game of Thrones changed the landscape of TV
1: forever. Okay.
0: All right, Jimmy Channels, 20 seconds on the clock for your rebuttal. Here we go.
1: By the time Game of Thrones came around, there had been other epic series. Um, I don't see it has as being... Okay, what what it did was it allowed a, a bigger budget and say, like, it can be feasible to have a very expensive TV show and still make your money on it. But there would be no Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or Ozark or any of these other ones if you hadn't had the, the Sopranos first.
0: All right, and... Ryan, your rebuttal. When was the last time you watched Sopranos? That's
2: right. Not for a really long time because it's not that very good of a show. But Game of Thrones has a lot of rewatchable capability. It has spawned all of these other different series between the Wheel of Time. Um, I forget. There's one other uh, epic fantasy series that's coming. Like Game of Thrones has opened the door. They're even doing another one. Game of Thrones has opened the door for other different genres to be present in the
0: streaming world. Sorry, I went a couple seconds over. Okay. Another great okay. battle. Um, I am going to give this one to Jimmy Channels. Yeah. Okay. Sopranos was the one I wanted to pick. Yeah, I got for, to pick the, first, yeah.
1: which was nice. On some of these, we were we, ahead of time. We were able to pick our our answer, but and not get into it. So. To be
2: fair, I completely agree with you. Like to to have that sort of uh long form with like self contained episodes, but there is a larger story to tell mm-hmm. is the most important transition in TV
0: that's ever happened, and HBO was the first one to do it. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. uh, Next up, we have um, the greatest cartoon of all time. We're going with Ryan first on this one. Your 30 seconds starts now.
2: I mean, it's similar to like the Sopranos argument. It's The Simpsons. The Simpsons opened the door for funny cartoon characters with self-contained episodes that have now expanded into like everyone's doing cartoons. Everyone Mm -hmm. has a cartoon. Bill Burr has a cartoon. Uh, Nick Kroll has a cartoon you get a cartoon you get a cartoon Um, I think it's a it's it's an important show Um, not because it's like the most consistently funny but they do a lot of political stuff and they've really opened uh, the door for
0: other people to realize hey we can do this too all right and Jimmy Channels your 30 seconds on the greatest cartoon of all time
1: Okay. um, For me, I I understand where you're coming from more historically. I think that South Park came out after and really captured a generation. Um, Did it last forever? Uh, Technically, it's still going on. But um, is it consistently as funny? Maybe not. But it was amazing at the time. It was... Talk about a water cooler show. I mean, everybody watched every episode. You never saw social commentary like that that quickly. Turned out within a week... Terry Shivo came out like a week after that type of shit it was unbelievable at the time. I think for my money, South Park did Simpsons better than Simpsons did.
0: All right, and Ryan, your 22nd rebuttal, it starts now.
1: Uh South Park
2: literally calls out the fact that Simpsons already did most of their stuff like in some episodes. So like that's very meta. Um, I while I agree that South Park may have been a little bit more on the nose, Uh, The Simpsons have have been doing it for 30 years now. So I think the longevity speaks for itself. Um, I mean, you want to talk about water cooler, like Bart Simpson, Homer Simpson, their quotes especially have withstood the test of time. And
1: Jimmy Channels, 20 more seconds for your rebuttal. I feel like your argument is more who was influential and who was first and who did it first. The question is, what was the greatest? And I think that South Park, like LeBron James to to MJ, is doing something new and just better. So when you're talking about greatest, I think you have to go South Park. So you're saying the Simpsons have six rings and uh, South Park's got three? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but they did it with more style.
2: No, I'm just kidding. I'm just making, I'm, you gave me
1: MJ, so I'm making that, the MJ argument, right? Well, there you go. And I did the MJ thing because we know who our judge yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: you played to the judge, you <laughs> son of a bitch.
0: I think I'm going to go with Jimmy Channels. South Park. Yeah, because he mentioned, first of all, you love South Park <laughs> more. Loves, and he's younger than us, too, so. All
1: right, it's next right. up.
0: Um, the greatest TV series of all time. Jimmy Channels, you're going first.
1: Okay, I am going to go with Breaking Bad. Um, you know, you talk about something moving on from, uh, you know, the, you're giving me a crazy look uh, from like Sopranos, taking it and making it better. It, this is a show that had like maybe the best character arc of any show ever for someone to, and they they named it, they hit it right on the head. It's Breaking Bad. It's this long process. You, the audience has put in their time. The pacing was sometimes slow, but the payoffs were unbelievable. The biggest moments ever on TV and something that everybody watched, especially that last season, watching it together was incredible.
2: So hold on. Don't don't hit the timer yet. What's up? So I was giving you a
0: weird look because I don't think I picked Game of Thrones twice. I think I screwed up. No, I think you're going to
1: do Game of Thrones right now. You
0: were going to do Game of Thrones now, and you were going to do Real World before. Oh, fuck. But that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Son of a bitch. But I was
1: like, dude, you can go with two or just... I totally forgot I was going with the Real World. You
0: can do it again. Here we go. You
1: can't pick Real World now. No one's going to buy that.
0: No. Greatest TV show of all time, Game of Thrones. Let's do it.
2: Okay, I think Eric just kind of summed it up for me. It's the greatest TV show of all time. I mean, I think people eventually got into Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. but there was not the the audience that season three of Game of Thrones had for Breaking Bad. The, the numbers speak for themselves. I don't think uh, HBO was printing money off of this show. They were able to give the actors and actresses like huge sums of money because of all the subscriptions to HBO. Breaking Bad n- didn't do that for AMC in any way. Game of Thrones had more believable, more unbelievable story points. It was the most essential
0: TV show of its time, way ahead of Breaking Bad. Mm. All right. 20 seconds for you, Jimmy Channels. Here we go
1: you hardly talked about game of thrones in your in your 30 seconds game of thrones had the potential to be the greatest show of all time it had the potential to be better and it it's fucked fucked up the landing so bad it's taken away all rewatchability it's taken it's taken away all the magic that was early seasons you know what the best finale of all time possibly was the last two episodes was breaking bad
0: and
2: 20 seconds for you ryan but we're talking body of work here. We're not just talking about like sticking the landing because that's fine. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that the ending wasn't as good, but I don't think you could say the best episode of Game of Th- or the best episode of Breaking Bad versus like the Battle of the Bastards is even comparable. Not even in the same conversation. Would you rather watch Breaking Bad over Game of Thrones?
0: All right, guys, another great Ooh, battle motherfucker. between two amazing shows, amazing arguments, but guys, I've only watched one of these shows. I'm going Game of Thrones. And Ryan. <laughs> That's
1: a tough one. I think you got to pick first on that also, one.
0: Also, watch Breaking Bad. Yeah. For yeah, God's okay, sake. I will. Jeez. Okay, guys, final one. Ooh, uh, what's, what's the score right now? Is it's it 2-2? 2 Oh. 2-2. Going to the last one. Uh, greatest movie of all time. Ryan, we will start with you. Your 30 seconds starts
2: I mean, it's Gladiator. Eric recently watched this movie and loved it. You have an Academy Award winning performance from Russell Crowe. I think you have an Academy Award nominee performance Mm -hmm. from Joaquin Phoenix, which really kind of like kickstarted his career. The entire story was captivating from start to finish. I love this movie. The rewatchability on this movie is a 95 out of 100. You could pick it up at any point in time. I feel like Everything about this movie, the the score is a Hans Zimmer score. Like everything really works for this movie.
0: All right. And Jimmy Channels, your greatest movie of all time.
1: I literally am changing my answer right now, and I'm gonna go pulp fiction. Um, one of the greatest directors of all time at his absolute prime in Tarantino. Talk about rewatchability. I've seen it 15 times, and it's always entertaining. It's so interesting the way they switched it up. They brought all these characters in, relaunched, uh, what's his fucking name, John Tavolta's career into superstardom. Um, this is a movie that everybody that's trying to make something interesting tries to emulate. Uh, you know you can you can make a movie that's that's straightforward front to back, or you can make something that sticks in people's minds, and that's what Pulp Fiction does.
0: All right, guys, final 20 seconds for each of you. Make your case as to why yours is the greatest movie of all time. 20 seconds for you, Ryan, starts now.
2: First of all, Pulp Fiction is a cult classic. It's not that popular, I think, with the the mainstream. Gladiator was something that anybody could watch from basically any age group above 13 could, could enjoy. And I think it has withstood the test of time, if not gotten better over time. And I don't think Pulp Fiction really carries that weight.
0: And Jimmy Channels take us home with your last 20 seconds.
1: Okay. Um, you know, it's a period piece. It's it's a niche movie. Uh, I get that it's got Russell Crowe and it, it was a big movie. It was a blockbuster movie, but it doesn't really have, for me, it, it's not as interesting. It, it will land somewhere in history along other period pieces, other historical movies. Uh, you know, people might not even know it's that different from Troy, which came out around the same time. Everybody remembers Pulp Fiction.
0: All right, guys, I thought that was a wonderful battle. That was really fun. Good job, buddy. I'm sweating. I need need a cigarette. I'm (laughs) like,
1: I just did too much mental exercise.
0: Now, guys, we are not political on this show at all, um, but we are going to pick right here who's going to win the election, the red team or the blue team. I called Blue. You did call Blue. Uh, I will say, after taking your absolute lumps and stump the nerds, I am giving this one to the Blue team and Ryan 3-2 to in a wonderful battle. We don't know if that's how the election will go, but that is uh, what we're now predicting based on... uh, this, this one game, if this right becomes
2: here, a thing, we're gonna have to do it every year. We
0: yeah. think the blue team is gonna win now because of this. So, great work, guys! Hey, good job, man. I uh, am
1: mad at that. You did awesome.
0: We had a great time here. No,
2: I dude, I think all the arguments were like 50 50. Yeah, like, they were except for South Park. <laughs> you,
1: you maybe killed me on South Park. If you no, 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 you
2: killed me. Oh, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. It's Simpsons, man. I get it.
2: If you guys... It's Eric's favorite show. Like, If you'd have just been like, it's got Randy Marsh, and then stopped yeah. your argument, <laughs> he would have won. He would have
1: been like, well, considering Randy Marsh is the greatest character of TV of all time. He is. Which I'm we've surprised, heard I can't believe
2: you didn't
0: bring up I can't up believe you didn't say Randy and Marsh. And I still wins. won. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, guys. Um, that's all the time we have. Uh, again, we're not here to tell you who to vote for, but we're telling you to vote. It's so embarrassing for those people who just don't vote. Politics affect all of us. Um, I don't want to have the same vote as someone who's a total idiot. So spend the day um, making sure you and your loved ones get out to the polls, no matter who you're going to vote for or what you're planning on voting for or the reasons that you do, exercise your right in a democracy. It is critical that you do it. And a democracy is only as healthy as the people who are there to vote for things. So that is our message. That is where we do get political. We want you to partake. And we know this is an important week. Hopefully, in a week that's stressful for all Americans, um, we were able to be a respite, a little bit of uh, relaxation, something to take your mind off of what's happening in the world and uh, get your mind on some things that are a little bit fun. So, thank you guys for listening. We got not one, but two more episodes this week where we're going to focus on the Minnesota Vikings' huge victory over the idiot rival Green Bay Packers. Boy, Idiots. does that feel good to say? And uh, that's it. Thank you guys for listening to to the Nord East podcast.